everyone, this is Valerie Villar, and welcome to the first ever episode of Perks of Being a Millennial. Woo! This is such an exciting moment for me. I've been wanting to do this for a while now, and so I'm excited for you guys to hear about my life and what it's like being a millennial in this very, very weird time. So today I just wanted to go over a couple of the topics that I will be discussing, and those topics include education, career, love life, friendships, um, social life, and etc. So education. I had recently graduated from college. Um, I'm 25, so I took some time to kind of figure out who I was because after graduating high school, I honestly had no idea what to do in life. And I feel like that is something that a lot of people experience, but are not willing to talk about it because it's kind of like a taboo thing. In our society, it's it's kind of frowned upon to take that gap year two or three or four, you know, but I did it and I turned out pretty okay. Um, so going out of high school, I kind of was experiencing this existential crisis. I didn't know exactly who I was. I didn't know what my purpose was. I didn't know, you know, really anything. Um, and I felt inferior to my classmates who had graduated with me and who were going off to these four years or even going to like a JC. And I felt like, what the heck am I doing with my life? Like, what am I good at? I feel, I felt in that moment that I was good at nothing, that I, my future was kind of dim, um, and it took some time. It really took some time for me to understand what my purpose in life was and what I should be pursuing. Um, and that is where another thing ties into this whole podcast, and that is my faith. I am a Christian, and I know that with um, that title, Christianity, there is a lot of negative associations and connotations with it. I personally am a believer of Christ, and I see my faith as a relationship rather than a religion. And that can be confusing to some people, but what that ultimately means is that I have a relationship with God just like I would have it with any other person. That I spend time reading my Bible, implementing those those, um, lessons that I learn into my own life, and just, you know trying to follow his word as closely as possible. And And I will mess up because I'm human, but when I do, I learn from it. Um, so that's something that you will find in my life and in this podcast is that a lot of what I do and the discoveries that I've made about myself are because of my faith, because um, it's so intertwined with everything that I do. It's the foundation of my life. Um, so, you know, I graduated. I didn't know what I was doing. I had like little jobs. I worked at Hollister. I worked at as a babysitter. I did all these different things. Ultimately, you know, they kind of led me to the place where I'm at today. And it's not like it was a snap of the finger and then poof, I understood what I should do with my life. No. If you are under the age of 18 or maybe you're even 19 and you're listening to this, um, please, please, please trust me when I say that nobody knows what the heck we're doing. Like we are all faking it until we make it. And sometimes we make it and we still fake it because nobody in life has like a guide of what to do with their entire lives and if they do if they have that five or ten year plan chances are there's going to be some curveballs thrown at them that they are going to you know not know what to do with but again a phrase that I like to say is that it's okay not to be okay and not 
to know what the heck you're doing because chances are most people do not know what they're doing. Um, so fast forward, I used to live in Northern California and then I relocated to Southern California and I don't care what anyone says, those areas are like two completely different states. Um, I went from being in this kind of bubble growing up in a small town in Northern California to experiencing a bigger pond, um, in Los Angeles. And let me tell you, people in LA are not as nice as those old little ladies at grocery stores in my hometown, but that has made me a tougher person. And I'm very thankful for that. So coming here, I was like, okay, what the heck do I do? I got into a JC. I eventually made it to my university. I did the things, learned the things, the concepts, the ideas, met people along the way, and I'm here now today making this podcast. Um, So basically, in a nutshell, I did not know what I was doing with my life. And at points, um, even in this current moment, I don't know exactly where my life is headed, but I do know that I want to do something that is fulfilling, that I'm passionate about, that helps other people, and that ultimately makes me a more round, well-rounded person, which I'm sure that everyone in life aspires these things and something that's going to help them financially and make sure that they're secure in their future. So that is the educational aspects, the career aspects. I have had many, many different jobs and I would kind of compare myself to any, you know, other millennial out there who watch Austin and Allie. Um, do you remember the best friend, the, the younger girl with the curly hair and she always had like different jobs every week and you never really knew like where she was working at? That was kind of similar to me within the first few years, uh, you know, a couple years of working, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I knew that I didn't want to work at a minimum wage job, but I was like, what, 19, 18 years old. Um, so I had to, and I've done everything from being a babysitter to being a marketing and advertising person for a company. Um, I was a manager for a few years, I worked with coffee, I had it embedded into the deepest part of my pores and I could never scrub it out. And fun fact, I hate coffee and my drink of choice is water, so that was cool. Um, I've worked with the disabled, I've worked with the elderly, um, I've, I've done it all. I've worked with kind of snooty Hollister people. Um, you know, I've, I've worked at them, I've worked at so many different malls. Um, it's actually my favorite time to work at malls is during Christmas time, the whole the whole holiday season. You're always busy, you get overtime, and you get to hear Christmas music 24/7. And let me tell you, people, that is some Hallmark magic. Um, so yes, so career-wise, I'm kind of just figuring out, or I've done everything. Um, I worked at a university as a social media and marketing person. I also did videography and I worked with adjunct and professors on creating different, you know, ways to present their curriculum to the classes. All, all very fun. So what I am planning on doing is becoming a professor at a JC and then eventually working at universities. So in a nutshell, that is a what my career looks like currently. Um, and it took all of those random miscellaneous jobs in order for me to understand what the heck I wanted to do with my life. 
Um, so that is that. Love life. Let's talk about love. I've never been in love in my whole life, and I'm 25 years old. And again, my saying, what is it? That is okay. It's actually kind of interesting because, like I mentioned before, I'm Christian. So usually Christian people get married pretty young. Um, and, you know, they find their soulmate at church, and then it's all rainbow and butterflies, and, you know, the grass is always greener on the other side. But the thing is, is that I've never really met anyone in my whole life where I'm like, wow, that is my person, this is the person that I'm gonna marry, um... You know, it's never it's never been that way for me. For other people, they find love young or they find it in college. I didn't. And it's, it's actually kind of interesting because as I'm getting over, I feel the societal pressure telling me that I need to be married, telling me that I need to acquire this um, quintessential marking point of my adulthood that will validate me in every aspect because women the sole purpose of their life is to get married to reproduce and to just have that white picket fence and never in my life have I felt like a regular person in fact I was gonna name this podcast late bloomer because that is how I felt my entire life um, I've never felt like my life was on track. I've never felt like I had everything together. Like other people, I compared myself so, so frequently. And that's the bad thing about social media and having everyone's highlight reels at the tip of your fingers is that you look at that person that you went to school with or you look at your coworker and you see that they have that amazing boyfriend that always brings them coffee or whatever. Um, to their job, or they work out together, go hiking, um, you see that person who's in their their master's do- program and doing all these things, and then you look at yourself, and you feel like you're not good enough, and, and that those people have everything that society is telling you that you need to have, and still, you don't have it. So that's kind of where life has brought me. Um, Currently, you know, I'm making the effort not to look at other people and think, wow, I wish I had that person to hang out with constantly. I wish I had that person to validate me. Something that I've learned growing up is that if your happiness depends on another person, then it is not true and genuine happiness because people will fail. They will disappoint you. They will make you feel inferior. So if you don't have that strong stability, that strong foundation of loving who you are so fully and so, so thoroughly, then it's just not going to work out. And so even at the age of 25, I'm going to be, you know, getting older. Um, I still struggle with these things, and I'm sure that most of us do, that we think that if we achieve that thing if we get that job get that car that house that boyfriend that fiance that that husband then it's going to make all of our problems go away and in reality it it doesn't because we're chasing after this thing that we can never fulfill for ourselves so something that I have really been a strong advocate for for anyone who is single whether you are a guy or a girl or whoever is that you need to start with yourself Because how you feel about yourself, how you treat yourself is how other people are going to treat you. And, you know, the thing, so you should take care of yourself. There's a 
a saying in Parks and Rec, one of my favorite shows, and it and uh, it's where these two characters they go on this shopping spree, and it's called a treat yourself day. And guy or girl, treat yourself. Sometimes you you know you. I'm sure you're a hard worker. I'm sure that you're pursuing your dreams, you're pursuing school and pursuing all these different things. It's okay to go and get a pedicure or to get your eyelashes filled. And uh, those things are not really that accessible now because of quarantine or, you know, the coronavirus. But, you know, paint your nails, get a cheap little face mask from Target or, or Walmart and just, you know, lay there with the cucumbers on your eyes and just relax and just bask in that moment because it is so important to be able to take care of yourself because if you don't take care of yourself, honestly, no one is going to. Um, so yeah, I think that love is a very interesting topic and I love learning about it. Um, I graduated with my degree in psychology and I am so fascinated by people and the way that they love and the way that they communicate and the way that they just express their thoughts through words through micro expressions through body language and through through it all so that's something that I'm going to be talking about frequently on the podcast is is love and my favorite thing to do is going to like a mall or to a huge park or a lake or something and just watching people um in their family dynamics and their group dynamics their friendships or like in their relationship it kind of seeing Um, In psychology, there's a term called thin slicing. It's when you first take a glance at a situation, a a piece of art, a person, and within the first couple of seconds, you can decide whether or not you like that thing, whether or not you think that thing is good or bad, whether or not you think that relationship is going to last, and that is something that you know, people with strong intuitions frequently, you know, get correct. And it's it's actually pretty funny because you can pretty accurately tell if if a marriage or a relationship is going to last within the first minute or so of, of meeting that person than knowing them over, like, longevity. So I think thin slicing is a really interesting thing that I can get more into in, in another podcast. But just like the whole psychology of people is truly, truly fascinating. It's what brought me to um, pursue my degree in psychology. Um, And yeah, so relationships, you know, I've never really had one. And, you know, I, I'm not really looking for one. I'm really just still trying to figure out who I am. I'm trying to figure out the things that I love. I'm trying, I'm entering into a completely different season of life where I'm entering into like a more of a career stage um, where I'll be making more money, where I'll be experiencing more independence. I currently have roommates and so I have that sense of independence, but I'm going to get it to a different degree. Um, So yeah, relationships, they're fascinating. I love talking about love and I think just through me reading and researching and asking questions um, when I'm in class about, you know, during those social psychology courses, I want to know more because love is one of the most fascinating things um, and people are so, so drawn to it. So that's another thing that I'm going to be um, talking about on this podcast. And let's see, the last category, um, I'm not really sure what I said, but maybe lifestyle. Um, kind of figuring out a routine for someone who doesn't have, you know, I, I don't have children. Um, I don't have really any ties, I guess. I'm pretty single. I'm pretty free. And that's another thing about being single is that I can do what I want when I want. Um, and a lot of the times 
you know, that's, that's what I do. Um, but yeah, I'm just honestly so excited just to see where my life takes me. So as I enter into this new chapter of life, um, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to be real. I'm going to be transparent because life is not easy. Life, like my Instagram could look like I'm having the time of my life with my friends and traveling and experiencing places and doing all these things, but it, life honestly is not easy. And when you step into adulthood, you kind of realize that it's not what you fantasized. Like when I was younger, I assumed that by this age, I would have at least a boyfriend or, you know, fiance or something. And and I don't have that. And a lot of people my age and even older are stepping into their thirties and not even having a relationship or being married or, you know, all these different things. So our life is like our freedom in that independence is lasting a lot longer into our 30s than you know our parents and their parents um so it's a very interesting interesting new thing that we're a trend that we're seeing with a lot of millennials um but I think that by taking this time to really find out who you are it's giving you that ability to be comfortable um in the place that you're at and to experience new things. I was on TikTok. Um, it's a place that a lot of millennials don't like to admit that they find themselves, but I do. I have a little bit of a following there and I, I really enjoy making these ridiculous um, videos. And also, I okay, side note, I have received judgment and criticism for being on TikTok at my age, but if somebody criticizes you, they criticize you for being... Um, young spirited or wanting to do these things that younger 13 year olds do as long as it's not creepy or weird then I say go for it who cares what people think about you um I've always my whole life thought and cared so much about other people's opinion of me when in reality it does not matter because like the people in high school or elementary school or middle school you're not they're not going to follow you throughout your life so why care what other people think about you and just do you so anyways I was on TikTok and I saw this um I think he's a licensed family marriage and family therapist or psychologist, I'm not too sure, but he was talking about women, and he said that it is a lot harder for women who are intelligent and independent to find a man because men are intimidated by women of that caliber, because usually men marry down as in, not in looks-wise, but in like level of intelligence and success in their careers, and women marry up which seems like a paradox, but if you think about it, it does make sense. Um, So if you're a strong, independent woman who ain't need no man, then don't feel like you you need to, you know, step into a relationship with the first person that gives you, you know, the time of day because there's going to be someone out there who's going to love you so fully for who you are. Um, And it's not going to matter, you know. You just have to honestly weigh your options, don't put all of your eggs in one basket, um, but also don't be so guarded because that's something that I find myself also is that I'm sometimes too guarded and I don't want to let people in or I have this thing called social anxiety and I can very much be an extroverted person. I enjoy being in groups. I love it. I love um, volunteering. I love meeting new people, hearing their stories, 
Um, I, I just love it so, so much. I love people. But the thing is, is that at the end of the day, I completely shut down. I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want to see anyone. I want to be in my room. I want to have my earbuds in. I want to read a book, watch a YouTube video, watch, you know, Hulu or Netflix or whatever streaming device I feel like that night. And I don't, I don't want to associate with humans because it's exhausting. I can go for maybe a day or two and just, you know, ride that high. But once I plateau, it's just I'm cranky. I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want to see anyone. I just want to be the only human in my room. Um, so that is something that I do struggle with. And I, I think a lot of people do as well. So yeah, I think that just knowing yourself and that's something that took time for me to know, because a lot of the time I would exhaust my energy and hang out with people on weeks on end and just, you know, say like, yes, to every single thing. I was that yes person. And I was so miserable at the end of it, not because of the time that I spent with the people, but the energy that it took from me. Um, so another thing is is knowing your boundaries. And that's something that, I, again, I'm continuously learning is that it's okay to say no. When I was younger, I loved being that helpful person. Like with my mom, I was so eager to bag her groceries, to clean up messes that were made by me or my siblings, um, to do all these different things. You know, if I had my allowance, I would like go buy her some things. I was so excited. And that's not a bad thing. It just shows that I have a very caring personality. I have a personality that loves to do for others. But if you are exhausting yourself to the point where you are choosing to put other people's priorities and needs before yourself, that is also not healthy. Because in order to help others, you need to be able to help yourself. Um, So that's something that really we need as a society we need to do be better at because I have definitely fallen into that place where I think that in order for me to seem important I need to be busy and that's so that's so so common and you know I would talk I'd meet someone new and they would ask me what do you do because that's in our American society that's a way to size up to see if this person is important is of importance or not which Again, not healthy. I'm a firm believer of valuing people for who they are and where they're at, not for the things that they contribute. So not material items, not their education, not any of these things, because a lot of people were never able to um, to have resources to afford them these things like education. Um, and they're kind of stuck in this, this systemic cycle of poverty or lack of resources and and that's something that we'll touch base on in a later episode so you know meeting people um and them asking me what do you do I would tell them what I did and I was like yeah I'm always really busy and that was kind of like a little pride thing for me like yeah I have things to do I am of importance and the truth of the matter is, is that I am of importance, but it's not because I'm, I have a full schedule or my Google calendar looks like the inside of my Bible after I highlighted it a million times. Like, no, I, I'm important because I'm a human and I have thoughts and feelings and I contribute, um, you know, my time and, and my abilities to understand people and to know people. And I, and I because, you know, I have importance because of of these things because I'm uniquely me, not because I 
I, you know, rake in all of this money or I, you know, I'm so busy all the time. No, it's, it's because, you know, I'm, I'm human, so I'm important. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of the times I've met people, especially in Southern California, who are so, so, um, just drawn to image. And a lot of people in my life, uh, that I've, I've met in different organizations and different, um, different places they have made they tried to make me feel inferior because I'm not at the place where they're at um and I guess I'll go into this story I'm not going to name names or talk about specific people but it's just something that I find really irritating because you know life is about treating people with respect regardless of, of what they bring to the table and especially being a Christian, um, we, in the Bible, it says that we're supposed to love our, our brothers and sisters. And a lot of the time, I don't feel like Christians are very good at this. And it brings a very negative connotation to us being hypocritical, um, to being full of ourselves or thinking that we're better than others because, because we follow these rules, but we can't keep them. And, and so by living a genuine Christian life, you're able to apply these things into your life and actively use them and kind of look in the mirror and see, am I following what I'm supposed to be doing? Am I being kind? Am I treating people with respect? And so it leads me to my story. I was um, interested in this guy, you know, how it always starts. And I... I'm kind of a really awkward person when it comes to dating or being um, expressing my feelings towards a guy that I don't know likes if he likes me or not. And I can know a lot about love and body language and pheromones and all these things, but when it comes to applying it, I just turn into flubber. Like it just doesn't work all of the time, especially when I was younger. But there was this guy. I wanted to impress him, um, as girls do. They always look cute. They make sure that they have the best clothes. They wear good perfume, and they do all these things. And and so I have this really horrible tendency of trying to conjure up scenarios in which this person will hang out with me. And that is so embarrassing to admit, but it's something that I used to do. Um, so I asked this guy if he wanted to hang out with me, you know, to do this thing. And that, you know very innocent, but if I said what exactly what it was, then this person probably would find this episode, and you know, anyways, I asked this person, um, so we're hanging out, and then he started asking me about, like, what I did, so I told him what I was doing at that time, and I told him that I was still in school, I was at my JC at the time, and the way he was commenting on these things, it was like, oh, why are you doing that? why are you doing this? And it was, it, it made me feel so bad about myself. I felt like, dang, like, I don't think I'm good enough for him. Like, he's asking me all of these, these questions that are kind of condescending, and it's making me feel really insecure about myself. And I felt like crap. I felt like I had no value. I felt like I was worthless because of the way he was insinuating things about me as if I had no real ambitions in life, or if I didn't have like a clear path of, of what my life was. And at that time I had no idea exactly what I wanted to do in the future. 
but I just knew that I was making and taking those steps to having a better future. And so this person came in that who I thought highly of at the time. Now I don't care whatever, you know, his life is amounted to at all. But in that moment, I just felt like I needed to be better. And I think a lot of the times with us women is that we look at ourselves and we're like, okay, society tells us that we have to look beautiful. We have to put our best foot forward and that foot better be wearing heels. We have to have smooth hair. We have to articulate our words. We have to have big boobs, small waist, a big butt, and be the smartest person in our entire class. And that, my friends, is so unattainable, let me tell you. So I was looking at this guy, he's very attractive, still is, but his heart makes him kind of ugly. And I was thinking like, well, I I am not good enough for him. So I started, you know, shutting down. I started becoming really awkward and insecure and fidgety. Um, After a while, he, you know, let me know that he was not interested. I was like, oh yeah, I'm not interested either. Because I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was good enough for anyone at that moment. And so I, over the next few months um, and weeks, I kind of just looked at my life and I was like, you know what, I, instead of feeling bad about myself and feeling like I'm never going to measure up to someone like him, you know, be better. Not for him, not for society, not for the next guy that I was going to develop a crush on, but for myself. So I took that time to understand who I was, to understand what my passions were, to understand that. I was okay, that I was good enough, that even though I wasn't at the same place as him when it comes to education or career, which he ended up doing something, you know, let's just forget that. I wasn't at that place. I was where I was at, but the thing was is that I was trying. And that's the key, guys, is that you can be in the lowest valley. You can be on the top of the highest mountain, but if you don't love yourself and if you are not trying, you will always be stuck on that place. So if you make even the smallest steps, if you take those little steps in pursuing something greater, then you're always going to succeed. But you can't you can't believe those lies that those people are telling you. You can't think that, wow, I... I don't have that, what they have. I'm not good enough to be with them. You can't think that way because it's just like in elementary school. You would take a test and the teachers would have you um, put up like a little folder so you couldn't see the answers or you couldn't really see anyone. It was just you and that test. That's how life has to be sometimes is that you can't focus on what other people are doing. You have to have those blinders on. Not to be ignorant but to focus on yourself and not compare yourself to other people because for too long, I have compared myself to the girl next door. I have made myself feel inferior to the guy that I had the biggest crush on because I didn't feel beautiful enough. I didn't feel smart enough. I didn't feel like my career made enough money. But the thing was is that I kept trying. I kept pursuing. I kept working towards my goals. And no, my life is not perfect. I'm not a millionaire. I don't have like a hot boyfriend or whatever. I have, you know, God, he's pretty cute. Love him. But the thing is, is that I'm taking those steps. And just like anyone listening and who's confused about life, just like I was and I still am at times, 
It's okay not to be okay. It's okay to try at something and fail, to ask a guy out and have him say no thanks. It's okay. Because there is no manual in life. There are no guidelines to tell you how to be a successful human. We're going to fail. That's just life. But we need to learn how to get up, dust ourselves off, and keep going. Because there is going to be that amazing career for you. You're not always going to love what you do, but it's going to be fulfilling to you. You are going to find that guy or that girl who you love so deeply and who loves, who reciprocates those feelings. You are going to have those adventures. And even if you never venture out into this giant world, but you stay within the boundaries that your life is supposed to be that, that is okay too. Just know that People are meant for different things. Other people are meant to be doctors and lawyers and Instagrammers and YouTubers and, and cooks and garbage men and all these different things. And, and that's beautiful. That's what makes life so dynamic. That's what makes people so unique. So if you're younger and you're listening to this and you feel like you failed in life, you haven't. Your life is just getting started. And for people who are older and thinking about changing careers you're thinking about moving on from their significant others you know sometimes it takes that necessary amount of time to just break ties with people that are holding you back people that are making you feel inferior people that don't believe in your dreams your dream can be a person who just aspires to be the most successful etsy shop um person for yourself and that's good that's great you know take those steps figure out what you want to do research it look up youtube videos learn how to do these things and do them well um because life is so so beautiful we have to make the best of of what we have and fight for the injustices fight for you know everything that we were not just given to because a lot of people were not born with a silver spoon or a golden spoon in their in their mouth and you know that's okay so that is going to end for today's podcast thank you so much guys for listening um if you can please rate this podcast on your podcast service and subscribe to hear more content from a person who's trying to figure out life just like the rest of you thank you so much for listening and i will talk to you all soon